This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Oh, good song. What a way to start. We're back with you. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. Hop on board. We have another loaded hour of sports and sports gambling to talk. We are the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. The Bears have reached their buy. There's plenty of action to talk about around the NFL. Uh, other than Army-Navy, obviously, no college action this weekend. So Mike and I will we'll, we'll, we'll do the hard part, and that's gambling on the NFL this season. Uh, it is not easy. Uh, that doesn't mean we don't have fun breaking down these games and uh, trying to identify some money-making opportunities for all of our great listeners. I had a bad week last week, but uh, my partner's luckily picking it up for me a little bit. So uh, nicely done with some winners last week, Mikey. But, man, I'll tell you, picking games in the NFL this year is tough, my friend. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. And I go 3-2, and two, but uh, thank God for the Giants. I mean, uh, it's good to talk to you. Uh, Carm, good to talk to you, Randy. Uh, great to hear one of my mentors, part of the 70-year-old club, Mick Jagger, start to show off today. Uh, I know one person particularly called me to Jagger Sports Radio, but then I found out it was Dean Jagger, uh, an actor who's a, a bit type of guy. But uh, I went with the other guy just uh, for the flair of it all. But uh, he's, a, he's a guy I admire. And also, uh, you know, uh, we had an up-and-down week. I got yeah. lucky with the Giants, like I said, 3-2. and two, uh, But it has been tough this Ooh. year. There's no doubt about it. You got to keep doing your homework. I mean, I look at like uh, one year in the Sun Times is all I needed to have a dream year. And I didn't have those years with the Sun-Times grid with Mark Potash. And I look at Cap this morning, and Cap's having one of those dream years. i got to mm. give him credit. 9-6 uh, last week. This guy is 108-82. and 82 The same. Sylvie, 99-91. Wow. Mark Potash, who usually has a winning year, it's 87 and 103. So wow. that tells me I, I can't remember Mark having too many losing years right. on the Sun-Times grid. And he has. And Cap's just been bonkers. So it's been one of those uh, weird type of years. And uh, uh, you just got to keep trying to plug away because we don't have much college. No, I mean, there's really, uh, you know, nothing to dive too deep into yet with the you got bowl Army, games. Navy, that's you it. You got Army, Navy. The bowl game's still about a week away, obviously. Right. We're, a, we're a ways away from really getting into the nitty-gritty and breaking down the semifinal games. Mike and I will do that in a couple of weeks before the new year. I mean, I know it will be here before we know it. But, yeah, oh, this, week, this week we're focusing on NFL, Mike, and we don't have a Bears game to talk about because Which they've reached the Which means fantasy owners all over Chicagoland are in trouble without Justin Fields. You know, uh, it's funny. Yurko was saying the same thing the other day. Like, think about mm-hmm. if you were smart enough back in week seven to maybe pick up yeah. Justin Fields and how valuable he has been but to a But think about if you team, had right? him from week one through week six. I know. Then you'd be out. See, I heard Dan Orvlowski say this. It's humorous because we're in the mold right now where Justin Fields does nothing wrong. And and we all know if you know anything about football, yes, he does. And you can break things down differently all you want. But here's what I'm going to tell everybody. Baker Mayfield in 10 minutes, like Sean McVay said, brought a team back from uh, behind last night. That's Justin something. Fields has proved incapable of doing that so far. And Dan Orvlowski said, boy, uh, lately, if you're going to you know, name four or five guys, you, you can name them as MVP candidates. But uh, Justin Fields would be a guy that right now would be in the top ten. Uh, if they scored three points in the second half, yeah. he threw two picks. I mean, I, I just don't – I'm beside myself with the nonsense. We need a win. He needs a win. And, by the way, we would have won had Justin Field played recklessly like he has the previous five weeks and he decided not to run in the second half or roll out. 
I think some of it is probably by design right now because they want to try to make sure how, they don't get him hurt and they don't make that shoulder And how about injury worse. already yeah. with the yeah. shoulder? Yeah, I know. I think that's probably he, part of if it. If it's by design, why did they have him running like that in the first half? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you he know. stopped. He stopped yeah, he being Justin six Fields. Runs. It, was, it was the lowest number of runs that he's had yeah. all year. And I understand you can only take it so much. Right. You right. can't, Carb. It's yeah. like, you know, yep. uh, you keep keep getting hit, you keep getting hit. Uh, but then we we had to rely on the passing. And, and he still needs a comp he needs to win a game. Yeah. I mean I mean I look Baker Mayfield, like I said, I Mitch Trubisky has had eight come from behind wins. You gotta get a come from behind win, and that's what he's angling for. He's busting his ass. I'm not gonna take anything away from the guy. I think the whole team right now needs a win, whether they're tanking or not. You know, when they had their little mini buy, we called it earlier in the year when they played on a Thursday night and then the mm-hmm. following week. They played on a Monday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was their best game of the year. Absolutely. So maybe the Bears use this uh, actual bye uh, to their advantage. Now, they've got a real tough opponent when they play next weekend against the Philadelphia Eagles. Huh. I will say, uh, in, and Yurko was really one of the first to make me think about this a little bit, just mm-hmm. looking at the scheduling spot for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. The Bears game next week, they're going to roll in here, play a 3-10 and Bears team, yep. sandwiched between road games at the Giants and at the Cowboys. They could win 14 opponents. games. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I I, I, I kind of like the Bears and a look ahead at plus eight. Look, I like the Bears last week, and I handicapped it right. I should be four and one. I know they were winning. I thought that they were going to win, Mike. Of I did. course, I'm not going to run away from that. I handicapped that game right. The players got to perform. The coaches have to call the right plays. I thought the second half, the offensive coordinator guy came into a show. This was our chance. You need a Green Bay win. I know that would have been great. That would have been great against Rodgers. Shut up. Now move on, Rodgers, because you're, you know what? You've seen better days. But no. And they, you know, they did he, a good he job. wins the game. They did a good job mostly uh, against Aaron Rodgers. He had a couple of big plays late. Yeah. They never touched him. That's the other part of the problem. This pass rush is non-existent right yep. now. So we'll see, and we'll talk more Bears-Eagles next week when we do the show. But the Bears uh, have reached their bye. They're uh, one of six teams on bye. So only 13 games this weekend. This is the last week of the byes for the 2022 NFL season. So let's look at some of the other action in Week Absolutely. 14. We can go to Orchard Park for a big AFC divisional showdown between the Jets and the Bills, where Buffalo is a 10-point mm-hmm. favorite, oh. out to a double-digit favorite. Oh. Low total in this game at 43. This is the current number one seed, the Bills hosting the current number seven seed, the Jets in the AFC. The Jets won the first matchup in Week 9. They were 11-point dogs in that game, and it was probably Josh Allen's worst game of the year. He got sacked five times. The Jets intercepted him twice. One thing that we've noticed about the Bills, when they lose games like that, they seem to remember it when they get uh, their next crack at an opponent that sort of humbled them. Uh, Tens a lot, but I'll tell you, the Bills in this matchup, I like them. I think metrically there's some things to like, and I think they'll be – this is going to be the toughest test Mike White faces yet in the first two opponents he's played. Mm -hmm. And the Jets were terrible in the red zone last week in Minnesota. If they were a little bit better, they'd probably get me and everybody else who had Jets plus three to the window. Didn't happen. If they're as bad in the red zone this weekend, they got no chance of staying in this game. Well, I'm with you. And you know what, Carm? It's funny because they're still keeping the door open for Zach Wilson. Hmm. Now, I don't know what kind of locker room you're going to have if that indeed does happen. Now, Mike White has uh, led uh, 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 this team for the last couple weeks done a good job. Now, does the rubber meet the road here with the Mm. Buffalo Bills? We'll find out. I happen to say that, uh, you know, this would be a no bet for me. Like I always say, there's other games, yep. like, or you just stay away from this, but it, because the spread seems like a lot. But mm-hmm. that Buffalo hasn't always shown that they can put up 
uh, tons of points every week either. They've had their struggles of late also at certain times. So I'd stay away from this game, and uh, I, if I had to, I'd probably take the Bills. It's funny, when I this late in the season, when I look at a team like the Jets, that is, it, the Jets have positive differentials in points scored, right. total yards, and average points per drive, and they're getting double digits. Yeah. Normally, I feel like I'd be running, but I just can't quite get myself there. Two Mike. years ago, yeah. we take Buffalo easily, or last year. Now Man. you got to think. This trend, I'll give you a couple trends before we move on. I love on. trends. I know, right? We always like to give these out just if people want to use it as part of the calculus. Uh, this trend has actually started to sort of regress a little. It was out of control in the positive side for, for betters uh, early in the year, but... Uh, it's kind of come back down to earth a little bit in the last couple of weeks. But teams getting more than a touchdown this year. So you look at the Jets getting 10 points. More than a touchdown this year. Those teams are 21-15 and 15 against the number. Pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. The Bills have been a good cover at home since the start of the 2020 season. Second best ATS mark in the NFL over that span at 14 Eight and, two, and your so. guys, I, I mean, your teams with the uh, with the bad ATSs right now were the teams that performed last year, like Tampa Bay, like the Rams. Oh, uh, sure. You know, it was, although last night they covered, you know, there's been other teams that have been surprising. You talk about easy schedules, the Seattle team has an easy schedule the rest of the way. Yes. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. So, schedules come into play, and the Bears have the I'll toughest. You, they got the toughest schedule, Mike. Unbelievable. The <laughs> toughest a, schedule, yeah. and maybe it will help them along the way, although I'm yeah. trying to figure out how. It's a you great know, point. I'll never forget how high my confidence was when I got in uh, two fights two weeks in a row, and I lost <laughs> both of them. I, I was afraid to leave the house, so I don't know how you do it if you're the, you know, my mom goes, why aren't you going to school? I go, I go, Lucky, uh, Lucky Dobbins is after me. Lucky Forget about it. That's unbelievable. Come on. Yeah, they got the Bears have the toughest final month of any team. Yeah, in the how do you like to be flying to Philadelphia? Hello, are we playing the Bears? They're here. Yeah, Philly's coming here. Okay. Yeah. Well, well still, how would you like to be playing them anyway? They here. got the toughest schedule left. They got the Bills. They got the Eagles. They got a, a Lions team that could be fighting for the playoffs that's played really well at home. Yeah. They got the, the Vikings game might not matter because the Vikings could be resting everybody in week 18. We'll see. When we come back, we'll talk to our buddy Luke Pergani from Prop Swap. Uh, I've got another ticket for sale at Prop Swap. I'm getting no action on it right now. We'll oh. see how it goes. But uh, it's all based on this Croatia Brazil outcome. Oh, I'm, um, I'm sick about everything. <laughs> we will talk to Luke. We got a ton of games to break down. We'll give you best plays a little bit later on. So don't go anywhere, folks. We're just getting going. We're the odds couple presented by Prop Swap. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeValco. The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. Can I kick it? Kick it. Oh, yeah. Every week we're with you here on the ESPN Chicago app, ESPN 1000. It's Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. We're the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. So we're taping the show, as we always do, on a Friday. And the Brazil-Croatia game is in the second half. Yurko's pacing around. He can't He can't sit still, Mike. I mean, it, it's nervous tension. I've been worried for him. Oh, my God. Me, too. I said, you're calm down. Take a deep breath. Uh, he's just hoping his Croatia side could get the penalty and kick. Pro- and, and not a good sign. Pele's recovering. <laughs> He so Brazil's got to be feeling better about things. Uh, I have another uh, ticket for sale right now on Prop Swap uh, Croatia. I probably mispriced it a little, but that's okay. I mean, I just wanted to see if I'd get any nibbles. If Croatia wins this thing, I'll 
I'll reset it because then the odds are really going to drop. But we bring in one of the founding members of the great PropSwap app and PropSwap.com where America buys and sells its future wa- uh, wagers. It's a site that uh, we use all the time. It's an app I use all the time. We cashed our Phillies ticket, which was fantastic, obviously. And like I said, I've got another ticket for sale and potentially another one that I'm going to post depending on what happens with the Argentina game later today. But let's bring in Luke Pergandy to the conversation. Oh, don't cry for me, Argentina. What's up, guys? <laughs> Hi, Carmen, Mike. Going crazy for soccer, Luke. But oh, I, like, my God. There are a lot of tickets on the site. I mean, I was on it again last night looking. And uh, like anything else, when when the sporting, the, the bigger the moment gets and the field gets winnowed down and people have tickets that uh, they perceive to have some value, there's a lot of buying and selling that's going on right now with some of these World Cup tickets. Totally. Yeah, I mean, look, the, we we had a customer cash a million-dollar Morocco ticket oh. on, uh, on Tuesday once they, uh, they beat Spain. Morocco beat Spain to advance to the quarterfinals, and we had a customer – who cashed a million dollars from FanDuel, turned, uh, turned 89000 into a million by betting just Morocco to go to the quarterfinals. Nothing nothing after that. And oh uh, it's God. one of the best bets of the year to, to see that in December. I mean, it's it's incredible. He's a huge customer of ours. This, he did not sell this bet. He posted it for a split second, asked us what the market value was before that game. Market value was around 300000 He held on to it. And a cash for a million bucks, so uh, just incredible story. Is he? Uh, was he? Uh, he had to be up to date on all these teams. Maybe knowledgeable. I mean, how do was you pick Morocco? Right, I mean, Morocco. I mean, uh, did he know? Was he well versed? Did you get a chance to discuss this with him, Luke? I I think he's look. He makes a ton of sports bets across mm-hmm. multiple different sports. He's mm-hmm. a very successful sports better. He's timed sales on PropSwap well. Um, he sold uh, a bunch of Celtics bets uh, last year during the NBA Finals. They of course lost to the Warriors, so that was perfect timing. Um, so no, he's he's a, he uses the props up well. He is a traditional sports better. Uh, he does that well. So yeah. I mean, he's he's making good bets, and this is this was no different. I mean, eighty nine thousand wow. dollars on Morocco is nuts, um, but it paid off this time. It's really fantastic. What other kind of action you seeing right now? What's heaviest? Is it uh, some NBA stuff as we're a little bit past the quarter point uh, of the season? NFL maybe futures as we start, you know, we're, we're entering the final five weeks here, the final month of the season coming up here. Um, futures tickets on NFL, whether it's teams or player props. Uh, what are we seeing uh, volume-wise that's hot right now? Yeah, the uh, the MVP market is an interesting one. Uh, I told everyone to sell their Josh Allen tickets at three to one odds. Uh, he is now uh, about fifteen to one. Uh, Josh Allen is, so he's probably not going to do that. I think he's thrown a little bit too many interceptions. Um, so now you have Mahomes at plus one twenty five and Hurts at plus one fifty. Joe Burrow at nine to one. I'd be a buyer of Joe Burrow. Me at too. This point. Me so, too. Yeah, I can still get him at at uh, nearly double digits. Um, a nice hedge if you have a Hurts or Mahomes ticket. So I think that's interesting. Mahomes already won it, so there's a little bit higher bar for him. Burrow hasn't won it yet. So, um, yeah. Anybody hold on? Just, Anybody hold on to their Baker Mayfield tickets? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no that, uh, that just failed. Yeah, but incredible did. comeback. I mean, regardless oh, yeah. of incredible. You know, his career, uh, that's that's a pretty fun moment for him on that Thursday night game. And I'm with Luke. Uh, I mean, instead of, you know, looking at even money or even minus money for Mahomes right now, if you just want some value, the way Joe Burrow's playing, and, and I think that team is live. I do. I, 
I, I wouldn't be shocked if they have another run in them, guys. I just think uh, defensively they got a mastermind coordinating their defense, and uh, it, it, some people say it's a little bit of a no-name defense, but they're playing well in the weapons they have on offense and, and you know not losing chase for the season. I think that team is scary right now in the AFC. Yeah. No, I mean, Samaji P. Ryan was an incredible uh, serving as backup for Joe Mixon. Yeah. Joe Mixon, of course, is one of the best backs in the league. He should be going this week. Uh, and then those three, all three of those receivers, Tyler Boyd clearly has taken uh, a step backwards this year. He had the huge drop last week. Hit him in the face mask. Course, <laughs> yeah, him in the face mask. I mean, you, come on. Got to catch um, that. But, uh, but, yeah, I mean, of course, Jamar Chase and, and Higgins and Joe look incredible. And then add Joe Mixon into the, you know, mix literally because uh, he can catch. You know, Mixon can catch. So, uh, no, I, I like that team a lot. And, again, like to get – to get Joe at ten to one odds, I just feel like Jalen is not getting the credit that he deserves. I feel like every week the Eagles have like a new story about the offensive line or about AJ Brown or about Sirianni, and I'm like, when is Jalen Hurts going to get yep. credit for this their success so far? So I just it's a media award, right? The MVP is basically yep. a media award, so I just feel like Joe at, at double digits nearly. Is, is interesting. Luke, thanks as always, buddy. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, guys. Thank you. Shit, Have a good weekend. Oh, right. God, He's our guy. <laughs> There's Luke Pergandy from PropSwap. I mean, I make a bet. App. I hear a guy makes a million on Morocco. I, t- I bet 50 bucks on the over in the Winnipeg Jets. I mean, on the under it's... six. It's one to nothing after one, and they score a total of seven goals. Oh, my God. I mean, they skip. I mean, the goaltending in the end. By the way, you talk about over and unders, you know, how it used to be 190 in the NBA and, uh, you know, 195, yeah. 200 was a high one. Now it's like 230. Now it's 230. The, the NHL, six and a half was never approached ne- back in the never. day. And now you get six, six and a half. You're, you, you, you have one goal scored in the first period. Back in the day, that was, the under was gold. Now, forget about Different it. Different now. You're right, Oh, Mike. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is, it's wild to see how many, like, six, six and a halfs you do see on that Crazy. board now for hockey. I Defense know. has deteriorated everywhere. We were talking about uh, Joe Burrow. Let's talk more about that game, another yep. divisional battle in Week 14. It's the Browns visiting the Bengals, uh, Cincinnati. This is one of those lines that Mike and I always tell you, sort of in a dead zone at about uh, yep. five and a half. Nothing I particularly like. I, I would just make note that uh, it's crazy uh, that Joe Burrow, as great as he is, and I think every, we all love him, he's 3-0 and against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, and he's 0-4 and against the Browns. I think they get their win, though, this week since he's 4-0 and straight up and against the number in their last four. Bengals are tied with the Giants for the best ATS mark in the NFL this season at 9-3. and um, the Bengals are just going to be a great. tough game. Yeah. I think it's going to be a tough game. I'd stay away. I just hope Cleveland loses. I hope they lose every week for obvious reasons. Yes, I don't. I don't mind you know, for them to lose either. No, at all. During their four-game winning streak, the Bengals are number one in the NFL in EPA per play and you fifth know, in offensive DVO. The one thing that's great. bothersome, What's they that? have the the uniforms, the white ones. Yeah. With. Do you mean the Bengals? Yeah. Yeah. They're zebras. Have you ever seen a zebra? <laughs> that's the color. Now, I mean, maybe there's a snow Bengal or something. There is. There, I think there is. I know there's a snow tiger, but if you look at this actual zebra, they are dressed like zebras. They, the Bengals, I understand with the orange. Tony the tiger ain't ain't white with black stripes. You know what I'm saying? That's true. I never. That's all I'm saying. I I never thought about it that way. But you make a great argument. You know, actually. I mean, right now, I mean, in the pantheon of tigers, it's Tony the tiger and Joe Burrow. I I think you might be right about that. Yeah, just say it. 
He's a, he's a legend. He's a mentor. What can I tell you? Uh, it is so good. Well, By we, the way, I want to wish my mother a happy 93rd. Oh, yeah, and I saw on Twitter that yeah. when, when's her birthday, Mike? Tomorrow. It, I mean, well, she'll be, she listen. Her top three shows. She told me when we went out when I took her to lunch in the neighborhood. She said her top three shows. Now, Karen, I'm almost tearing up. The Odds Couple, Judge Judy. And guiding light. That's so great. Those are her three now. The best. She listens every every week at uh, on Saturday morning. Ninety three. So God birthday, bless. Huh? And the Dick Buckus, the greatest defensive player I ever saw. He hit eighty. Boy, is 80. Dick Buckus eighty? He's eighty years old, Jeez. and I still wouldn't mess with him. Just I, I, I don't think I'd mess with him either. No, Carmen's <laughs> in Buckus's grips. No, Buckus eighty years old. He should be able to get away. No, no, he's no, not getting away, Johnny. There's no chance. No, yeah, there's happy no birthday chance. to your mom. Once That's he gets old, Doug Buffone used to put me in a headlock. Forget oh, about it. Doug's hands were like vice. And same with Ob. Yeah, forget crazy. it. You shake hands with Ob, you lose it. All right, when we come back, we got more games to break down in Week 14. Jim Miller's got ponies in a little bit. We'll give you our best plays. Don't go anywhere. More to do. We're having. It's Carmen and Mike. We're the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to the Odds Couple. ESPN 1000, and now on digital FM at 100.3 HD2. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco every week. We're the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Follow us on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. Hand out some best plays. Hopefully they hit. We'll stick in the NFL, I think, for the most part uh, this weekend. Nothing for me on Army-Navy. Although that is a game I wouldn't mind seeing someday in person. Oh, are you kidding? Right? Beautiful. I remember the the, the pageantry of that. I love it. Because I've seen it all. I've seen Kennedy go and switch sides at halftime. Oh, that's great. He went from the Navy side where he started, PT-109. That's great. If, uh, for the kids out there, John Kennedy was president of the United States. You might put him up on Wikipedia. I, I hope people know. <laughs> Are you kidding? Although I saw a video the other day of yeah. like kids on the ASU campus. They were being Forget asked it. about December 7th, and they had no idea. I'm like, They oh have no God. idea. They think Sweet. Pearl Harbor was a jewelry store. Sweet Jesus. They think Pearl Harbor was a jewelry store. I'm oh not kidding God, you. Mike. So I'm not kidding you. Uh, so, uh, I mean, so I saw Kennedy go from the Navy side. With Roger Staubach in them. That's great. Quarterbacking all the way to the Army side at halftime. It was cool. Uh, that was uh, very, very cool back in the day because he actually served. But, yeah, it's a big game. I, I, I do. You know, Randy's always trying to get me to be more up to date and, you know, get things going and say he doesn't want to hear about the race with Chris Orge and all that stuff. <laughs> he wants to make me more, you know, now. He says to me, come up with something new. So I hear that they're sixteen and zero. Their last uh, uh, in totals under. Yes, in the service okay. academy. In the service. The, the academy. service academy games, right? Yeah. But yes, in the service yeah. academy games, sixteen straight under. Sixteen straight unders. But, but, and I don't mean to sound like the stuttering lawyer and my cousin Betty. But, <laughs> not if the number is at it is now. Then they've only hit the under nine of the 16. So it's like 32, right? Yes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. When it's higher, when it's been 34, when it's been 35, boom. But when it's 32 and a half, it would have been nine of the 16 times it's coming. I feel just like playing the over just to have a little something on the I'd game. I'd like to take yeah. Navy in the, yeah, Navy in yeah, the over. Yeah. Couch change. Uh, let's get back to uh, NFL. Eagles, Giants. A lot of great, interesting divisional matchups uh, this weekend. Giants mm-hmm. at home. Uh, trying to get out of a little bit of uh, a funk here. Uh, they are getting seven points as the intra-division home dog against the 
Philadelphia Eagles, who are a perfect 5-0 and straight up on the road this year, but just 1-4 and against the number. Eagles uh, have been a favorite in every game so far this season. The Giants just won 3-1 and straight up in their last five. The only win came at home against the hapless Texans. If you're wondering how the intradivision home dogs are doing this year, not bad. You're above 53.5%, so you're cashing if you bet them all blind. They're 9-7 and against the number. If we stretch that out to dogs of a touchdown or more inside the division at home that's even better so maybe that bodes well for the Giants four and one against the spread you're looking at there but I don't know the Giants have really come crashing back down to earth and I'm not sure they're capable uh, of slowing down this Eagles defense they'll try they'll blitz a ton nobody blitzes more than the Giants in week Martindale but Jalen Hurts has been pretty good against the blitz this year and I just don't know that they have the weapons or, or the personnel on the outside to slow down the Eagles offense. you know what if it's four and a half five three and a half four, I'd probably take the Eagles easily. But the touchdown, I think, uh, uh, you know, I think that Danny uh, Dimes has played better this year. There's no doubt. Yeah, he Uh, has. Their schedule was relatively, uh, I think we were talking about schedules earlier. I think they had a decent one for them. But now, you know, you got the Philadelphia Eagles and you got the Dallas Cowboys in your division. So it's hard to have a completely easy schedule. Mm -hmm. I like the Giants covering you're getting a touchdown as an intradivision yeah. home dog where you're trying yeah. to, you're fighting for your playoff lives. And you're at all. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's your note. It doesn't mean that they're not going to lose by 20. But I mean, I mean, Philadelphia, you're right. And, and, and Luke was right. They haven't, that kid hasn't gotten enough credit. At Probably not. He hasn't. He's played well. I mean, yes, he has. I mean, you know, if it was somebody else, you'd, there'd be praise all over. So I'm sort of stymied by that because. They do have a great team. Their lines make the difference. It does. Makes a huge difference. Makes a difference. They've got Both great lines. personnel. You're totally right. That's it. Buccaneers traveling across the country on a short week to play the San Francisco 49ers. And uh, with Mr. Irrelevant himself, the 49ers are still a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Really low total in this game with these two defenses and now a backup quarterback on one side. 37-and-a-half is all we're looking at. Obviously, the biggest spread uh, in NFL uh, history in terms of age of one starting quarterback versus age and experience of the other starting quarterback, age, touchdown passes, all that stuff. I mean, Brady versus Purdy, it's uh, it's crazy. And it's unfortunate that it's not Brady versus Jimmy G. Let's face it. Oh, they just on. can't catch a break in San Francisco. It's, it's devastating a shame. The news, guy they Mike. didn't want to begin with is yeah. the guy they, that they need now to win it all, isn't it? It's crazy. Oh, uh, Hopefully he'll be better. Six weeks, uh, ten weeks ago. Geez, hope we never see him again and Trey Lance does the job. I mean, it's crazy now, right? They hopes, finally woke up. Their hopes seem to be dashed. I think you're right. We, we, we've given out these stats. When Jimmy G starts... The 49ers win, guys. Yep. They're 38 and 17 straight up for a 691 winning percentage. But let's trade three, let's trade three first rounders for a new quarterback. Mike, when Jimmy G doesn't start, are you ready? Uh, yeah, yeah, they're nine and twenty-nine. I know. I and mean, you know it's what? Crazy. Here, Brady, look, Tom Brady, they're dogs here. Okay? They are, they're dogs. And I, it's because that defense, that deep the San That's Francisco right. defense is playing out of this world. And right I now. want to know how good scouts really are of Jack Sandberg and this other kid that just threw the hell out of the football don't even get considered. You know? I know, right? I'm There's watching Jack. Those guys. Wait, did that kid go to Wisconsin? Yes, Jack Sanborn. Jack Sanborn yes. is the first linebacker I've seen in fifteen that gives his body up so the other players can, can make the tackle. The kid this, can play. Oh my God. How do you miss these guys? And this kid here, he may get his butt kicked, Listen, but it suggests that this guy's not going to lose to Tom Brady. John Randall was undrafted. He's in the Hall of Fame. It happens. Yeah. Sometimes they just miss. Crazy, you know? man. If 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 the NFL draft today 
You know, like, because uh, it's only seven rounds. Richard Dent wouldn't have been drafted. No. It's, a it's, lot of so guys. It's, it's, a lot of guys. Yurko wasn't drafted, John, played 10 years. It's Johnny crazy. Unitas, I think, went 17th round. Is that right? Yeah, I think he did. Maybe Randy can check that. Wow, I didn't know that. Well, Tom Brady, signed... fa- Tom Brady famously was what? Pick 199, right? Yeah, he and was he was sixth round. Pick 199. I, maybe Johnny Unitas, I think, went, then he went free agent because he got drafted by Pittsburgh. That's crazy. I he didn't know that. He got drafted by the Steelers, and then... He got signed as a free agent, That's I think, crazy. with the Colts. Different world back then. Yeah. Scotty, maybe not the same. But uh, the San Fran defense, uh, Mike, uh, I think, nailed it here. You want to talk about the, the Niners, even without their quarterback, still being more you than a field Mr. goal favorite. you got Mr. Irrelevant favorite against Tom Brady. Uh, I, I, it's, that, that, the, the Tampa offense uh, has just not been good. It's been very inefficient. I don't like their game plans. And now you're going up against the Niners D. That is, uh, I mean, the Niners just Byron left which has to go. Been, and, and Bulls, I think, is a big part of the problem, too. But Absolutely. Um, they got to go. I like, Look, I have nothing against them. I think Byron Leftwich, he's been touted as a the, the next coming at quarterback. He's been touted as a top coordinator. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't right see now. it. Uh, Five-game winning streak for San Fran, 4-1 and one against the number in those games, allowing just 11.4 points per game. Incredible. Since week eight, San Fran is number one in the NFL in defensive EPA per play, number two in success rate. So they've been outstanding. Sunday night game got flexed because it's the Tua-Herbert matchup. Chargers at home, if you could call it that. They're really never a home team. I'm so tired of them. I know. Me too. I and got I love burned Herbert, by I'm them t- so I'm much. I'm tired of them too, Mike. I'm and I'm tired, tired of the of coach. I'm t- I got to be Me honest too. with you. What a, what, a, what a complete idiot. Keeps passing up on points. Uh, passing up on points. In his defense, look, he was brought there to – he is this defensive wizard – Look, he's never cared about stopping the run. I don't know if that's a good idea, uh, but okay. He doesn't stop the run. His teams are terrible at stopping the run. But his team hasn't been good, really, in anything. And I know he hasn't had Joey Bosa for weeks, but they're 23rd in defensive DVOA. They give up the third most points per game in the league. They're bottom 10 in the NFL as a defense. And they go for it on fourth and five from, from their 40. He makes some weird decisions. They're just—they're another team that is very inefficient in what they do offensively. If I have a coach that depends on analytics, he's not being hired by me. I want points on the board. I know you can't always trade field goals for touchdowns, but it deflates a team when you try for it on fourth, and then the team goes down and scores. Well, the Chargers are a three-point dog at home against Miami. Miami did stay out on the West Coast. I'm sort of done with them, too. Um, and the Chargers, as we've always talked about, they have no home field advantage. Since I had them last week. They let me down. I had them two weeks ago. They let me down. They're, yeah. they're, if you're going to bet them, it's better to bet them on the road. I will say that. Just 10 and 12 against the number at home since moving into SoFi. They're just, they, they get no love. They get no support there. The and only I, thing I, I've ever loved about them is their uniforms. And their Lance uniforms Auburn. are awesome. I agree. Yeah. Their uniforms Beautiful are Beautiful. But you know who's got good uniforms? Even though I lost a bet with them. The, with the, the Blues. Have you seen them? With the yellow and the gold, the, the hockey. St. With Louis? The blue, yeah, with the blue shoulder pads. They nice. always have a good one. They, they, they oh, got a, a nice the, classic I love logo. the musical note. Right, oh. it's a classic logo. It is. When we come back, we're going to uh, get some horses from yep. Jim Miller for the weekend and then give you our best plays. So we're, uh, we're coming right back. Don't go anywhere. More to do. We're the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on this Friday edition of The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. And every week we get some expert handicapping from one of the best in the business from Hawthorne Racecourse where they've got live racing all weekend. 
You can follow him on Twitter. I hope you do at Hawthorne Jim. And he joins us with some expert picks every week. Say hi to Jim Miller. Jimmy! Boys, it wasn't too nice out this weekend for racing, but I'll tell you, we talked about it time and again. A little bit cooler weather isn't too bad of a thing. We're used to winter-type conditions at Hawthorne, so I'd say 40 degrees is still decent for this time of year as we have about three more weeks to go for the fall thoroughbred meet. So uh, what about the track conditions and what is the weather today? With the, It looks like the rain at some point is going to dissipate here for a little bit in the afternoon, but you know we're getting a lot. We had a lot of rain overnight this morning, some of that uh, wintry mix. What does that do for the turf conditions, Jimmy? Yeah, the one thing that it really does for the main track is, is it really kind of puts our track crew to the test, and we limit the amount of hours that our horses are on the track for training prior to races so they can seal that track up. And basically what you do is just let the water run right off the top of the racetrack. And this is a track that because we have that limestone harness space below, water will go right through to the base and then basically just drain down to the inside. So the track will dry out quickly when the outdoor conditions are dry. It takes a little bit of time, but not too much. But this is one of those racetracks in North America that because we do that track conversion throughout the course of the year, really does allow for this track to drain very quickly. An engineering marvel. It's pretty cool. Yeah, because you're not having the wheels going through mud. Yeah. I mean, the the uh, the horse would, I mean, sincerely, you ever try running through a muddy field? You slow down. Or playing football, you slow down. Anything works. What's the dynamics yeah. of that with the wheels, Jimmy? I mean, do they end up carving in, like, the, you know, like a horse or something, into the mud and does it affect? Well, it, it, it's weird because when you're on the harness end of things, you, you do a, a process that's called blading the racetrack. And basically mm-hmm. what you do is you have a little bit of cushion of limestone on the top of the racetrack. You bring out your blade, just like what you'd see on a road when they're paving a road, and you go right across and kind of scrape off that top layer. So what it does is it really eliminates how deep these wheels go in, how deep the horse's hooves go in. It's a little bit harder of a racetrack that you have to replenish once it dries out, but that's basically the way that you offset anything that happens with rain, especially when you're dealing with harness racing. All right, so where are we going for uh, some action this weekend, Jimmy? Home cooking? So we're going to go across the country, guys. We're actually going to have one home cooking race and then a couple uh, from coast to coast because you have the Oaklawn meet that opens up this weekend, too. So we'll start at Oaklawn Park in race number nine. We're going to bet the four, Will Secret, across the board. This horse is 10 to 1, but it's 2 2 for 2 in races at Oaklawn Park. Then we're going to bet two horses to win. Los Alamitos, race number nine, bet the seven, Blessed Touch win. And then Herod Hawthorne, race number five, our stakes race, bet the three, Ribs on a Roll to win. That horse has speed, and speed is always good in colder conditions. What was that second track, Jimmy? Second track, Los Alamitos. Los Alamitos. All right, so Oak Lawn, the ninth race, the four horse across the board. Uh, Los Alamitos, the ninth race, the seven horse to win. And then at the hometown track at Hawthorne for Saturday, race five, the three horse to win. Is that right? That's right, boys. Build the bankroll for another NFL Sunday. That right, sounds good, buddy. Thanks, Jimmy. You got it, guys. Good luck. Jimmy! There yeah. he is, our guy Jim Miller. Oh, I'll tell you what. I mean, yeah, and it is a, it is a tougher board because you got some buys. Boy, there's a lot, a lot of buys this year. Six, I don't like buys Six anymore. buys. Six yeah. teams on buy this weekend. Yeah. And some big fantasy players missing for what is a key weekend going into the I playoffs. I felt bad for all the Justin Fields players. How about because it? Because that's an automatic. I, I mean, know. With them. You know, if he could, I mean... He needs a big win, but, I mean, I love Lamar Jackson. Why wouldn't I love the way Justin Fields plays, you know? So I know. Hopefully right. they get some back. Let's uh, let's give out some best plays, Mikey. Where are we starting? All right. Well, don't forget, I'll be on at 148 today. I know the podcast gets up quickly. Mm-hmm. Randy, does, Randy Merkin does a great job. And last week I was 1-1 one one with the bonus, 2-1 and one with the odds, a couple 4-3 and 2 record. You know, I, I'm going Minnesota. I'm going the Vikings, going to Detroit, getting to. I, I know Detroit – is great. I know Goff has had a pretty damn good year. Their offense is sensational. 
Uh, but I think Minnesota will get up for this game, and I think they got enough skill position players to beat the Lions on the road. Uh, this does not happen often, but Mike and I are on opposite sides of Yay! this one. So somebody will be a winner. We'll see. Last yeah, time, I won the last one, but I've, did. I've, I've come up dry a couple uh, times on the same deal. Car. Our handicaps normally, and we don't collaborate yeah. with each other, no, so never. people know. I mean, this is a perfect example. Yeah. It just happens that we do handicap, yep. I think, games similarly, and uh, we're looking at sort of similar things. We and don't script the show. We don't, and normally we're on the same page. I actually do like the Lions this okay. weekend. I, I just love and the I way. And I respect that. I love the way they're playing at home. I love the way that offense is playing at home. Um, I think the matchup, believe it or not, is a pretty good one for Goff. He tends to do a little bit better against teams that play a lot of zone defense, mm-hmm. and that is uh, what the Minnesota Vikings generally play. The Lions have also been a red zone machine. I mean, they lead the NFL at nearly 75% in the red zone. And, you know, if we said this earlier when we were talking about some of the games. If the Jets were more efficient at Minnesota in the red zone last week, they probably would have won that game. I mean, they outgained the Vikings by like 200 yards in that game. So... Um, Detroit's 5-2 and two against the number at home this season. I'm going to back them as the short favorite, so we're on opposite sides of that okay. one. We'll see how that one plays out. I got one more. What Don't else do you like, Mike? I got Jacksonville. Now, see, Jacksonville, and I will say this. You know, people say, uh, Mike, you're, you're, you don't like Justin Fields. I bet the Bears the last two weeks yeah. because of Justin Fields, folks. God. So knock it off, number one. But number two, I think he's the best in that class right now But because Trevor Lawrence is too inconsistent, mm. okay? But I think he's going to come out and have a decent game here, getting to four. I like Jacksonville plus the four against Tennessee in a spirited matchup. I like the way I like. You know, the Jags had a bad look last week. At yes, the they did, I, and that's the, what people remember. I know, Charles. but I, I'm with you. I like I, – I think there's still some spunk and, some, and yep. something with that Jags team. They just – they got to learn how to win well, games. Well, they got Urban Meyer. They got rid of that rat. So, so much that's better. a good thing. Yeah. So and, much better. And over the key of three, I like that. You know, where you're getting the Jags, Doug getting Peterson's those three and a half. professional football coach, Meyer is Totally agree. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to uh, back a backup quarterback here. The Ravens are on the road at Pittsburgh. They're getting two. Uh, I like the Ravens. Uh, mm-hmm. Huntley's played a little. We've seen him a little bit. So it's not like he's totally raw and fresh. He he's like play... a baby, Lamar Jackson. It's what a lot of people think. You're right, yeah. Mike. Um, and he's I just like, like the matchup here with the Ravens rush defense being able to slow down Najee Harris and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh's made a pretty good commitment to the run since coming out of their bye. They have won three of four, but Najee's a little dinged up right now. He's got an oblique injury. He's been limited at practice this week, and uh, the Ravens are number one in the NFL since week 10 in stopping the run from an EPA standpoint. So uh, they're playing better, and the bad news for the Steelers here is that T.J. Watt was actually downgraded this week. He was downgraded to did not practice on Thursday. If you watch the game last week in Atlanta, he looked like he was really favoring his side again and looked like he was in some pain. I don't know if it's that. Their record's no good when he doesn't play. And yet, you're absolutely right. Mark, Mark Andrews is finally healthy for the Ravens, and they do expect Ronnie Stanley back. So I actually like Baltimore as the short two-point underdog. Those games are always going to be close. We know that. The last four games, Pittsburgh's won them all, but they've been decided by a grand total of 13 points, Mike. It's incredible. So it'll be a close game, but I like Baltimore getting the two. All right. You got anything more, my friend? That's it for me. All right. So on a day where it's snowing, but where the man walks, it's dry. Okay? If it's snowing, the snow don't even hit him. That's how good he's been. Ladies and gentlemen, what about Randy? I'm just going to go with one. I like the one. Bills minus 10. You do like yeah. the Bills minus the 10? Yep. Laying a big number, yep. Randy. All yep. right, ballsy. I like yep. it. Yeah, Josh Allen got to get better. He's got to play a little bit better, I think. But hopefully, to, yeah, they're playing. Like I said, I'd lean to 10, too. 
All right. There we go, fellas. Uh, everybody, we want you to enjoy the weekend. Thanks to Luke Pergandy. Thanks to Jim Miller. And, of course, Randy uh, Merkin for being with us and getting the podcast up. Yep. Hope everyone enjoyed it. Love it. And, Mike, you have a great weekend. Happy birthday to your mom. And we'll see everybody next week. Thanks, Carm. Goodbye, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.